The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. And sometimes the amount of stories that make their way to us means that we simply can't cover everything that comes our way. But from time to time, a story just stays with me, and I feel compelled to share it with you and give you my thoughts. And now, one more thing. Why didn't anyone raise an alarm? Well... Maybe because he didn't stand out. Maybe because there are a lot of young men in America who suddenly look and act a lot like this guy. It's not an attack, it's just true. This is the voice of Fox News correspondent Tucker Carlson doing his best to describe the social conditions that lead to the mass shootings that we are seeing. Like Cremo, they inhabit a solitary fantasy world of social media, porn, and video games. They're high on government-endorsed weed. Smoke some more, it's good for you. They're numbed by the endless psychotropic drugs that are handed out at every school in the country by crackpots posing as counselors. And of course, they're angry. They know that their lives will not be better than their parents. They'll be worse. That's all but guaranteed. They know that. They're not that stupid. And yet the authorities in their lives, mostly women, never stops lecturing them about their so-called privilege. You're male. You're privileged. Imagine that. Try to imagine an unhealthier, unhappier life than that. Okay, so there's obviously a lot to unpack here. If you know anything about Tucker Carlson, if you know anything about Fox News, you know what they stand for. Um, Very right wing. Um, Basically, uh, they give a lot of folks who have ideas that are not based in a shared reality, uh, a sense of community. Um, And they allow this alternative reality a degree of credibility. When you have a man like Tucker Carlson um, affirming what you hope might possibly be true, then it allows you to continue to live your life 
and not have to deal with the reality of the situation and to not have to deal with your privilege, to not have to deal with the fact that there are social and economic conditions that allow certain groups of people more opportunity and other groups of people less opportunity. Um, and a lot of people need for these things to be true. Again, they are not true, but a lot of people need to believe that they are true because it allows them to insulate themselves from very real problems that we all need to address. And they're very uncomfortable problems to address, especially when you're the person benefiting from the way things are right now. Now, let's bear in mind that for Tucker Carlson specifically, he makes money peddling fear to older white America. Um, you know, you, you heard the way he was talking. It, it wasn't fact-based journalism, and I don't think that he would consider himself a journalist in the traditional sense. Um, he is a talk show host, not unlike myself. See, I'm not coming from for that. But just the way that he, he speaks, you know, he was talking about every school in the country giving marijuana to children. And this is one of the things that leads to mass shootings. You know, it's this every school in the country, that, that sort of rhetoric, that language is what creates fear in these people's minds. America is a different place. Oh, my gosh, there's... It's a different world. We're losing America. And it, and it kind of helps those folks who really want to make America great again. Look at all these changes that have made, uh, that have been made. Uh, look at how the world is changing out from under you. This used to be a country that stood for something. And, you know, people, that, that's very, that, that moves people when they've had a certain amount of security all their lives. Let's not forget that Tucker Carlson is one of the people who pushed the great replacement theory onto America. Certainly onto right Amer right wing America, but middle America. This idea that white people were being replaced by a concerted effort that stems from, you know, Jewish people to bring in melanated individuals from around the world to offset their voting uh, ability, their voting um, influence in this country, and ultimately to shape the country and the world in less of a white man's image and more of an everyman image. And not only did he put this on his show many times, but he put it on in a way that people should be very afraid of this bogus theory that is not an, even remotely true. I mean, you might have heard some of the chants from these far right-wing protests over the years, uh, you will not replace us, or the Jews will not replace us, or we will not be replaced, or whatever. And that, that you know, Tucker Carlson is their sort of Pied Piper. So you have to bear that in mind, that he peddles fear to middle America. And he shapes outcomes 
election outcomes. He shapes outcomes with respect to public opinion. You know, we're in a very, very divided time in this country. You know it and I know it. And it's people like him that are making money off of scaring a certain group of the population. I know he has listeners that look different and all that sort of stuff. I, I, I get that. But for the most part, it's heavily white, heavily male audience that he's speaking to. Another thing that we're seeing here is that him and people like him that have his position uh, politically and, you know, so forth. They're very, very quick to defend anything gun related or otherwise blame everything except the guns themselves and the gun laws themselves in this country. Um, a lot of these folks like to think that these attacks are very much lone wolves. But if all of these lone wolves, quote unquote, are you know, coming from the same well, then it's time for us to look at the well and not deal with these as individual instances, but really deal with the source. Now, in his, you know, monologue there, he suggests that the source is social media, porn, video games, uh, again, government endorsed weed, things like this. But notice he didn't mention anything about easy access to firearms. Now, we black people recognize that a lot of these people carrying out these uh, mass murder attacks tend to fall on the very right wing, very racist side of things politically. And I believe at some point, Tucker Carlson made a point to suggest that um, there were some left-leaning mass shooters and that some were black and that sort of thing. And I will not deny that. I saw what happened in New York. Um, you know, we've, we've seen that. But if we take all the black mass shootings and all of the left-wing mass shootings in the world, not just the country, um, and put them together, it doesn't look like a problem. It looks like what it is, isolated Incidents of crazy people. But when you take the very right wing, racist, race based or otherwise faith based mass murder attacks um, and we look at the numbers, apples to apples, we see a systemic problem because there are so many more. There are communities online where these people have fans that encourage them to carry out attacks and get the high score, meaning go out and hopefully you can, you know, get higher than 51 kills this time. Um, we're rooting for you. You know, there's communities that these mass shooters spew from. And, and Tucker Carlson knows this. He has to know it. I certainly know it. And I wouldn't pretend to have the resources that he does, but, you know, he needs to shape a narrative for his viewers and listeners that makes them feel comfortable and, again, further insulated from the reality of the situation. And then I'll make a final point here. He talks about 
these white men, as we know, overwhelmingly committing these mass shootings in this country and how they want their lives to be better than their parents, right? And they realize that that's not going to happen. But he doesn't really account for a few things that I believe really are contributing to, again, our shared reality, not the least of which is capitalism. Um, I'm not going to pretend like I'm not a fan of capitalism or that I haven't benefited from capitalism, but I also recognize that capitalism has its drawbacks and it works great for the people who it works great for. And it, maybe it doesn't work so great for people that maybe don't have a similar personal philosophy um, or what have you. On top of that, far be it from him to suggest that white supremacy is the very reason that these white supremacists are carrying out these attacks. Here's what I mean. White supremacy, in theory, allows a white male child to be born in this country and either directly or indirectly feel as though everything is possible. Anything is possible. I can grow up and be an astronaut. I can grow up and be a rock star. I can be a, an actor. I can do anything, right? Um, that's white supremacy. I see these people on TV. They look just like me. Again, subtly. Maybe no one has to tell you this, but subtly. You know, all the presidents look like you. All the, you know, all these business people look like you. You know, th these are possible. This possibility, right? Um, you see it more frequently, so you realize it as being more possible. Again, white supremacy. And it's not until you get a little older when you realize, you know, maybe the girls don't like me like I, I had hoped they would. Maybe the money's not moving the way that I would have hoped. Um, you know, maybe getting through school is a little bit more challenging or the, the resources that I might need to really make a, a solid go of this um, or the cognitive capacity or the, you know, the ideas or whatever it is that, you know, you had hoped for. You know, the athleticism never really <laughs> made it to that point. Um, whatever was your goal was just didn't quite happen for you. And now you're looking around and you see other people. Maybe they don't look like you. But, you know, here and there, you'll see that they're actually living that American dream, quote unquote, that you thought was yours. You know, you see the, the big stars, the LeBron James, those guys, they're all rich and they're, you know, they're famous and they have the attention of, of women or whatever it is that, you know, you're whatever it is that you desire. These people have that and I don't. So then it becomes hard for these individuals to see their own privilege when they're looking at folks who are black that are living these amazing lives. So immediately the conversation ends right there. There's no such thing as, as white privilege or white supremacy, right? So the very thing that was supposed to benefit them starts working against them. There's no such thing as that because I'm not benefiting from it. I don't have any money. Women don't like me. And look at this guy, this NBA player, whoever, you know, they have money and, and so forth. 
If I was born like him, then I would live a life like him, right? And so you start to look at it as an individual issue rather than a systemic issue, right? And, and I get it because some people, you know, you can't see the forest from the trees. You only can, you know, deal with your own little life. You're a single, solitary, individual carbon unit and the world's problems are much too big for you to process. And, you know, back to the point on capitalism, there's a lot of people that have a vested interest in capitalism succeeding because it benefits them. And the funny thing about capitalism is that it's, it's kind of like the lottery and we all are forced to play. So, you know, everyone hopes that they'll win that lottery. And if you win it, it's great. And then you don't have to think about everyone else. Your idea becomes, well, just win the lottery like I did. <laughs> But, you know, in practice, we've seen that there are a lot of drawbacks to it. And one of the biggest casualties is these white men who thought that the American dream was out there for them. And they realized that it was stolen by, you know, billionaire, whatever connection that people make. Um, but it's it's not within reach. It's not within their grasp. Granted, they do have some. Uh, mobility throughout society, but maybe not as much as they had hoped for, which leads to frustration, resentment, anger, and then we see the outpouring um, of that in these mass shootings, provided that they are able to go and procure an instrument whose only function is to end life. And so I just thought it was important for us to take a moment to sort of address this rhetoric coming from the right. Um, now, of course, I don't know everything and I don't profess to, um, which is where you come in. Maybe you agree with me. Maybe you disagree. Maybe I'm missing something, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, go ahead and send me a message. I'm on social media at Ramses Ja. Use the microphone, uh, the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. Um, just be in touch. Let's talk about this. Let's get through this together. These are my thoughts. I'd love to hear yours and um, I'd love to play it back on, on the show as well. And we'll figure it out together. How about that? This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I am your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. 
And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.